0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are now listening to Rob and Rat's World of Wonder podcast. So sit back, relax, and prepare your ears as they take you on a journey of all things weird and wonderful. Hello and welcome to the Rob Rat Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Rats, and we're back again. You're very welcome along. If you're a first time listener, thanks for finding us, guys. And uh, if you're coming back to listen to us again, thanks for coming back. Thanks for coming back. We love having your company. And if, if you have a chance to share or just tell someone about the podcast, because that's how we help us grow. But uh, we, we really appreciate it. We've been looking at our um, stats from people all over the world, and we've got quite a good few listeners in America, in the UK, here at home in County in Ireland, and yeah. abroad. Even some people that don't even speak English, which is great. I don't how you're understanding yeah, this But fair that play. Is. Well they might. They yeah. must
1: be accidental plays. But yeah. well, no, it's great. It's great to see that we're getting a bit of a response. People are giving us feedback and they're liking it and that's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so fair play to you guys. Yeah.
1: Today's episode What did we talk about today? Today's today? episode is about wrestling. 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 Professional wrestling is oh, God, what we're good. talking about today. It was it's huge wrestling now. We're, we have a special guest today Who I am ecstatic about Because I watched him growing up And that is Terry Funk Oh my god Terry Funk Chainsaw Charlie In the WWE He was known as for a while He fought with Mick Foley He fought in Japan He is a massive influence On wrestling And he uh, came from A wrestling family But we'll get into all that later Jeez, I'm
0: looking forward to that now Yeah, yeah. I, remember I remember him. him Were you a wrestling fan When you were younger I was You know and I, I used to watch it Kind of back in the day When it was like WWF stuff Hulk Hogan I Hulk Hogan thing. Probably yeah. not I watched it a bit When I was Afro younger with Hulk, Hulk And then I got back into it again When the like
1: Attitude Era. I'd say you watched it Stone Cold it was like, yeah, and stuff like that. That was the They were the glory era. days for they me. They were the glory days. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. We'll get into all that in a bit. Will we'll we?
1: get into all of that and more after the, the news. news. Rob and Rats: Weird and Wonderful News. Hello and welcome to the news. Welcome along to this week's news. If you don't mind, I'm going to start. You this go week, for it, Robert. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so an 82-year-old woman called Willie Murphy had a home invasion. Oh, God. Okay, this is no... It's not your usual break-in story. But, uh, okay, she's 82 years old, and after 11 p.m., a home invader came into her house. She was on her own in her house, and as she told reporters, he picked the wrong house. Because 82-year-old Willie is an award-winning bodybuilder. (laughs) She can deadlift 225 pounds. Uh... When he entered the house, it was dark, so she could hide. She picked up a table and beat him with it. She broke the table. Uh, After he was on the ground, she proceeded to jump on him. She grabbed what was a nearby bottle of shampoo... And squirted it all over his face And his eyes When police came to the scene And into the house oh, They saw her that the door, door was open The disturbance was obviously reported The police came in And after they saw What she did to the intruder uh, The police took him away And got a selfie with her
0: Jesus
1: <laughs> But she's yeah She's very Now I can share He messed
0: th- with the wrong granny He
1: did mess with the wrong granny 82 years old Award winning bodybuilder But I am <laughs> Like I can share Is can, her name Willie? Her name is actually Willie <laughs> Willie Murphy <laughs> Willie Murphy But she um Now look if you see I'll share the video of her Telling the story To reporters She's good old crack She's not now massive But she's very toned like, Yeah yeah you know, She's in good shape like, Yeah she's in good shape It's like, very
0: fitting For the old wrestling episode That she uh, put fitting. him Through a
2: table Or she, she hit him with a, She
1: <laughs> broke a table off him
0: <laughs> and, and then she did Like a people's elbow <laughs> him She
1: started beating him <laughs> With a broom But fair play to her Like Do Jesus yeah Oh she's funny now But I'll, I'll, I'll share the video On her Um <laughs>
0: Instagram Very good yeah The Rob Brad Podcast On Instagram If you want to check it out
1: That's it That's the name of the podcast Yeah
0: (laughs) That's us guys Yeah I've got another story here Uh, A tea lover Has been granted her Final wish By being buried in a coffin Looks like a giant box Of tea bags Okay Yeah so a woman whose name was Tina Watson, Tea. <laughs> tea, uh, T <tea, laughs> Tina Watson, she was seventy-three years of age when she passed away recently, uh, but she used to drink as many as forty cups of tea a day. Forty, yeah, mad for so tea. She
1: going to the toilet constantly. Yeah, but sure, that's like forty. Yeah, are I, you a fan of tea? No,
0: not really at all. I like coffee. My coffee, I, I drink yeah. coffee. Yeah. yeah, I don't really drink tea, and I didn't used to really drink coffee for a while either. And yeah. I used to go into people's houses, and they'd be like. Do you want a coffee? Do you want a tea or coffee? And they go, no. And they'd look at you, especially here in Ireland, like, what? What's, Why are you here then? What's wrong what with you? You like, Get out, like, yeah, you're making yeah. me feel... Lo- do you want a glass of water or something? Or a mineral? You know, tea is
1: lovely, a mineral. <laughs> tea is lovely in it from a teapot. Do you know if you put a few bags in a pot and let them soak? Because it's strong tea. Yeah. And I had an uncle who used to drink... Do you ever drink it now? I never drink loose tea. Like, you know, you get coffee Oh, you in see it, it yeah. In the, it's
0: in a little kind of a... Yeah. Whatever it is Like yeah. a little kind of Silvery uh, thing Like a net Yeah, pod, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is They'll
1: loose tea yeah. I've never drank it
0: No no Do you want some no. loose tea
1: No I know You'd a probably a guy get Bits of tea
0: stuck it. In your teeth And everything yeah. would you I
1: know a guy sells the good stuff Do like, you yeah Yeah you can meet him Now it's Like he, it's imported tea Now
0: yeah, Well I think most tea Is imported <laughs> isn't it It's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> is Irish tea This is This is special <laughs> <laughs> anyway Tina Watson uh, she, 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 she had a massive Her coffin anyway It was like a big uh, tea Box, b- of, box tea. of tea bags Yeah So uh, she said Her daughter said It's typical of mum Jebs, uh, her daughter From Leicester said um, She said she had a wicked Sense of humour And drank 30 to 40 cups Of tea a day Every day She just loved having a cuppa uh, Deb said her mum was always always had a big smile on her face, despite fighting fighting cancer twice and having both her legs amputated.
1: Oh my God, poor!
0: Yeah, I looked into it. Now the poor woman, and she got bit by like uh, an insect or something and lost one of the legs, and then the infection, by an insect, yeah, and then the infection spread and she lost the other leg. God. So the poor lady, rest ah, in peace yeah. now. But she like she she had a good sense of humour. So there's a picture of it. I'll share it on the Instagram. Yeah, in the back of the hearse, and it's just a big uh, tea box.
1: That's funny that she thought to do that. Yeah, you
0: know. yeah, yeah. So a bit of lightheartedness in the end. That's good. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, that's that's that has lifted my spirits anyway. <laughs> but like, yeah, God, bitten by a bug and lost her legs.
0: Yeah, uh, th- <laughs> I have an interesting one right, and I spotted it online. Now you know the Nigerians, yeah, the country in general. <laughs> yeah, you know them well. You know they they seem to be great at scamming. Yeah, you know scam. there's a lot of these like yeah. uh, Nigerian like princes giving. I away. know
1: my wife watches 90 nine day fiance and there's a lot of, there's women who are uh, older women who meet not young Nigerian lads that just want to get into America. You okay. know. And they reckon if Well, there is
0: the whole thing with the Nigerian prince where he says, you know, you've, you've been left a load of money if you could send me your bank details and stuff like that. Have you yeah. seen that,
1: correct? Well, I try, I'm luckily enough, I, ha- I think I am related to a Nigerian prince. I sent my bank details, I haven't got anything into the account okay, yet. Okay, yeah. But Has stuff been
0: going out? A bit, like, <laughs> but I think. Well, anyway, there's, there's, <laughs> they're good for the scans. There's a new one now. It's a bit of a read, but I'll read it, right? So, so it's an email that you get, and the subject says, Nigerian astronaut wants to come home. Okay, so and it says it's from the astronautics project manager in the National Space Research and Development Agency in Nigeria. Oh, <laughs> Actually, man, I with didn't a name know, like that, it couldn't I be didn't finished. know that, the NASA in Nigeria. Anyway, so dear Mister Sir, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. request for assistance strictly confidential. I am Doctor Bukhar Tunde, the cousin of Nigerian astronaut Air Force Major Abdu Tunde. He was the first African in space and he made a secret flight to the space station in 1979. He was later on a Soviet space flight to the secret Soviet military base. He was stranded there in 1990 when the Soviet Union dissolved, but his Soviet crew members returned to Earth, but his place was taken up by return cargo. (laughs) There have been occasional supply flights to keep him going since that time. He is in good humour but wants to come home. In the 14 years since he's been on the station, he's accumulated flight play flight pay, an interest amount to almost 15 million American dollars. This trust is held in Lagos National Savings and Trust Association in Nigeria. If we can obtain access to the money, he can place a down payment with the Russian space authorities for a return flight to bring him back to Earth. I am told this will cost three million American dollars. In order to access the trust, we need your assistance. This is like, right. And then, consequently, my colleagues and I are willing to transfer the total amount to your account. So they basically want you to give them the money. They want, you, they want you to give them enough money to open, you have to open an account in America, or open an account in Nigeria, so you send them money, and then they're going to take 3 million of the 15 million, fly their buddy home, and then you make 12 million for this astronaut uh, kept in space.
1: But like, I suppose though we're laughing now, Robert. But put yourself in his shoes. <laughs> How long is he up there? Like, <laughs> that's so ridiculous But
0: like, somebody there's a couple of lads in the room just thinking up scams, and yeah, they're going, yeah. "What about if I said my cousin is uh, stuck in space? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it needs to have a good name. And they, they left him behind because they were bringing like, cargo yeah, back, yeah, and they've like been sending, the they mon- <laughs> the money they're spending
1: is to send cargo like a few times yeah. to keep him going. But could he not, not just use jump that in there? I don't
0: know, yeah. And like,
1: I, come here if he's there since 1990, the human waste,
0: yeah. He's, but it says he's in good humor but wants to come home. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm good, I'm having good time up here, but I'd like to come home. I mean, good spirits, was, but I
1: want to come home. Yes, please, mm-hmm. the Russians have left me here, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is class,
0: isn't that mad? Yeah, and finally, a Kansas man who robbed a bank last September and uh, told police that he was hoping to get caught so he could get time in prison to escape from his wife. He was sentenced last Tuesday to six months to, of home confinement after pleading guilty to a Kansas City to a Kansas police. Um, so they sent,
1: they sentenced him to uh, stuck in his house. For yeah, house so he, so, yeah, so so Lawrence Ripple took, took the
0: guilty plea in general. He told the judge that he had heart surgery, it left him depressed, and he committed the bank robbery because he just wanted to get away from his wife. He did a fight with his wife, so he. He handed a bank te- the bank teller in Kansas City Bank a note demanding the cash and said he had a gun. He took the money, which is nearly three grand, and then he went to sit in the lobby and told the cops when they arrived that he was the guy they were looking for. Jeez. He but was, in a, a, way, he was in a bad way. He was in a bad way, but the judge then stuck him back in the house with his wife. i just thought that'll end up in murder or something, yeah, and he can't
1: leave. He can't leave. So he that's nearly yeah. really a worse punishment <laughs> know, than he wanted.
0: Yeah.
1: Why doesn't he just leave her like...
0: Well, I, d- I don't know.
1: Yeah. Get him, let's get him on next week.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <Find> <laughs> I'm talking to him from the house, his wife going <laughs> mental in the background.
1: Yeah. yeah, are you off that
0: phone yet? Yeah, oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> that's that's all the kind of news I have there. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, from, from fighting
1: God. grannies to astronauts.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's the crack. Right, we'll be back in a minute with more
1: <laughs> Rob and Rats weird and wonderful news. So that was the news. That was the news. I enjoyed that news. That was a bit of crack. Uh, So this week Robert We're talking about Professional wrestling (laughs) I suppose ah. when you think of wrestling now You would think of the WWE Which was formerly the WWF
0: Yeah And Uh, now they turn into Wildlife Federation well, yeah, they, I think yeah. they just got do you know why? Yeah, well,
1: they changed the name. The World Wildlife Fund insisted that the World Wrestling Federation Sign a legal agreement I- ensuring that the federation limit their use of the WWF acronym. So they couldn't. They were limited to the use of the name. I doubt name. people were getting
0: confused though. Like people who wanted know, to say yeah, pandas. Know, are going, oh, I'm after sponsoring a wrestler there instead yeah, yeah. of
1: like. I don't know why they know. ended up changing, but they did. I suppose. There you go. Uh, all right, we'll talk a bit about the WWE like right. the history of it, right, to go give people a bit of a bit of a feel. So it started with Roderick McMahon. He was a boxing promoter and a wrestling promoter. And that was like in the like 30s, 40s, oh really,
0: that far 20s. Back, it?
1: I think it even goes back that
0: yeah, far. Probation so times.
1: that was Roderick McMahon. His nickname was Jess. He died in 1954 and his son, Vincent J. McMahon, took over the business. Now, that's not the Vincent you know. Okay. Vince McMahon, we know. It's his father. Oh, right. Yeah, so Vince Vin- Senior. Yeah. Vincent J. McMahon took over the business. Uh, when Vincent J died in nineteen eighty four, his son Vincent, who we know Vincent K. McMahon, took over. So yeah, Vincent Vince, Vince Junior Vince Junior and Senior. Yeah. Yep. Mr McMahon. So he took over in 1982. McMahon transformed the sport through his ambition and promotional ability. He created the unique blend of sports and entertainment, incorporating like what he did to the business was like bringing celebrities, rock music. Do you remember like you'd watch WrestleMania and you'd see Tina Turner or you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and like that. And I remember there was one year he had Mike Tyson and Stone Cold. He had a thing with them where Tyson came in and he was fighting DX, but that really brought in you know a whole new audience because you had loads of people going, "What, Mike Tyson?" Is in this. Let's check it out. You know, so he did make massive changes to it. And um, in the process, he modelled wrestling into chi- wrestlers into child-friendly stars outside the ring. He lured performers away from rival companies. That was a big thing that Vince McMahon did to change wrestling. Like in the early days of wrestling, it was territories. Okay, Do you know what I mean. You had all the different areas around America that and they all had their own fought, wrestling, and they owned all their own wrestling and kind of. Different television networks Around There was no national rest Okay right Do you know what I mean And I suppose Terry That we talked to later 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 Later, later <laughs> <laughs> When we talked to Terry Later Hello no. Terry How are you darling When we, we talked to Terry Funk His family His father Terry He ran the Out of Amarillo Texas They had that territory Like his father okay. Ran that promotion So Yeah Vince made massive changes To the To the company Yeah And McMahon made many enemies through taking Like different wrestlers off people His bold changes revolutionised the sport And he moved it He moved it to the mainstream Basically because he The cable show, he made it a national okay. thing So WWF cable shows And live events were hits And by the mid 1980s the company was The leading wrestling group He brought it to the mainstream uh, Before Vince took over the company From his father there was as we said The different territories but um,
0: so like every different area in America kind of had their own. Oh little yeah, they, their information. own
1: guy and their own big guy. But what Vince did, like they
0: would have their own TV,
1: like local TV. I, some of the mud, some of the mutton, but they all would have had shows. That okay, yeah, yeah. Very good. like, but what he did was he t- yeah. he took the big wrestlers out of all the territories into one. So he went around scouting for the yeah, best guys scouting. and then just took so them he in. made a lot of enemies. Uh, poaching yeah, poaching Now if we jump forward a bit Like in the early 1990s The National Wrestling Alliance Was bought by a businessman Ted Turner You might know of Ted Turner He's a billionaire Yeah
2: he's a billionaire I
0: know him well
1: So he renamed The National Wrestling Alliance World Championship Wrestling Which was WCW WCW I remember it Yeah who um, I remember the WCW Terry would have wrestled For WCW For a number of years as well that experienced a resurgence once Ted Turner took over it, and its cable broadcast soon surpassed those of WWF's first time it met a big crowd okay, yeah, 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 yeah. WCW was it was huge at the time. Uh, its cable broadcast took over the WWF. They, it started the legendary. You might remember the Monday Night Wars, where WCW's TV show Monday Nitro it took over the ratings from WWF. Oh, Nitro, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah Nitro and Raw. Uh, they took talent away from the WWE. You had Hulk Hogan join in WCW. Hollywood
0: Hogan then, wasn't it? Hollywood Hulk yeah. Hogan,
1: Scott Hall and Razor Ramon. And they formed the New World Order. OK, NWO, yep. In the NWO, their team tune was clash. You might just hear it there in the background. Oh, here. yes, yes, yes. They were, they were good. Um, so that was a huge rival against... But I remember the Monday Night Wars. Even there's cool TV shows out now, like if you watch... Um, Like, the rise and fall of WCW. And there's even... There's a Monday Night Wars special TV show where you can see what they did through the... Like, the likes of Triple H and DX going to the grounds of uh, WCW in an army tank. (laughs) It was cool, like, because... What they were doing at that time They wanted to be the best So they yeah. were, that was when They were really getting outrageous You know what okay, mad yeah, story yeah, yeah.
0: And I, sp- I remember growing up And you'd get rest Of the WWF But I don't remember seeing WCW as much on the telly
1: I think maybe Maybe in Ireland Just a while yeah. I remember seeing it a bit Like There
0: was a bit that had The guy uh, Sting 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 was big in WCW He had the face painted yeah. white and, 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 and he'd be like Up in the, yeah, the Raspers cool. and stuff like that There was
1: that kind of Crow music There was a bit like, like the Crow he, wasn't he looked like the Crow yeah. He did uh, Vince responded to the obviously the rise of WCW and them taking over. He responded by hiring new writers and creating more like soap opera like storylines. Female wrestlers wrestlers became prominent. You know what I mean The sexy kind They of did yeah but Do you remember the
0: one uh, oh, The old Trish one Trish Trattas, no, no the old oh, one Oh May Young Mae, Mae Young And I remember watching The Royal Rumble one time And she just had her bo- <laughs> The puppies used to call them She just take her <laughs> boobs out like This <laughs> old one know, Mae
1: Young <laughs> But you know She was in her 80s She was a big wrestler When she was younger And when obviously.
0: she got looking When she was younger Because she wasn't I great looking know, then she no, just no, te- kept Taking her but boobs like, <laughs> out like But at her age At her age That was her finishing move Like Take her And then the of J.R. Oh no she's taking out the puppies like What the hell is this like God Almighty! But um, the well,
1: carnage. The thing about her was, um, I remember the Dudley Boys. Do you remember the Dudley Brothers? Do, yeah, I do. They're putting her through a table. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but had her Devon
0: and Bubba Yeah, yeah, yeah but up on yeah, the yeah. top rope, yeah. jumping
1: off with an eighty-year-old woman. The puppies have
0: gone through the table. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's how he responded to it. Me, <laughs> me, young, um, brilliant. So yeah, he made it look. He brought it a bit more. Uh, A bit more sexy And vulgar language Was introduced Which you didn't see before And by the late 1990s The WWF's programme Including Raw um, Raw is war And Smackdown They doubled The ratings of WCW Because I know What they did as well Around that time Of the Attitude era When Stone Cold's character Was introduced It just He was a massive hit He was meant to be A bad guy Stone Cold was meant To be hated by fans Every time he came on You were meant to You know The heat Uh, he was the heel, as yeah. you call it, yeah But what the, but people loved him And then, like, Vince McMahon created the Mr. McMahon character And people loved the idea of your boss Being a wrestler Kicking the shite out of him, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Him stunning him and whatnot. Like, your boss being a wrestler
0: Well, <laughs> 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 no, because he was wrestling
1: oh, as
2: uh,
0: yeah. well I love my <laughs> boss as a wrestler
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Oh. No, but, but, like, even, it's definitely toned down a bit again, like hasn't it? I don't really watch it But like I know back in the, There was a period of time Like because yeah. Stone Cold would be drinking Cans of beer yeah. And like putting his middle finger up And you know The old one with her boobs out And stuff like that Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know oh, I It has calmed down I
1: don't a think lot. they're
0: doing that as much It has
1: calmed down a lot I saw an article recently PC The PC they're, police they're probably trying kind to of bring it back it I know I was going to talk about it later But like the likes of, Like you'd watch like Terry Funk was very hardcore in wrestling. Him yeah. and the likes of Mick Foley. Dude, yeah,
0: they're crazy. Which, you like, know,
1: like, I remember there was an uh, there was a uh, a hardcore matches. You know, yeah. and The Rock was fighting mankind. Mick Foley's character. No, and I mean,
0: Mick Foley used to have a sock on his hand. Yeah, yeah. He?
1: But I'm literally battering him over the head with yeah. tears Yeah. I think your man like, Mick Foley
0: just to like he liked it a bit. Like, but he'd be pissing blood out of his head and yeah. like he'd be but lying like, on tongue he loved, And like, he
1: loved the crowds popping. Yeah. Like, oh God, you know. Yeah. But, uh, he
0: didn't yeah. really have a wrestler's physique either. That Mick Foley. No, he didn't. No. He just looked like a fellow Who was like just like Out yeah. of a chipper there like. Yeah he, he was down at Supermax All day I eating chicken I met him I met him actually. You met McFord, did I you? met
1: him in Supermax No The No no I met him in Galway He came to Galway For a kind of talk
0: Oh on okay yeah, on yeah, his
1: A talk on quantum mechanics
0: Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so He gave a talk On wrestling And uh, I was going I got a picture So yeah. Uh He actually signed A toy I have Off him as well Did he Still yeah Still in it's cover I bought it especially For him to sign Because I figured or when he passes away, it
0: might be worth a bit. Sound, yeah, nice. one <laughs> Did um, you tell him that? I've only decided. i to get getting excited because when you die, I'm going to sell this. <laughs> oh yeah, cool man. <laughs> Imagine. And uh, do you think he will be around for much longer? Just what I was gonna <laughs> Yeah, think. you're going to do any more but of those the, table matches there, though. The
1: whole Monday Night Wars is what. That's what brought the birth of the Attitude Era and rest. And that's when we watched it when we were in school and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, Attitude yeah. Era, I remember
0: the especially like those big events like Channel Four for a while used, used to they do they them. did do it. Yeah, and you remember the Royal Rumble. And back in the you, days videotapes like I'd videotape yeah. it and watch but it or you
1: get up at night like yeah.
0: Watch it. but you'd videotape and watch it again you know what I mean or you get up at night or, you, or you'd videotape it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. but yeah there was class rivalries then like it's Stone Cold and The Rock The Rock and Mankind Triple H and Mick Foley I remember one thing with Triple H was trying to end Mick Foley's career that's
0: <laughs> one thing he wanted to do <laughs> end like. your career
1: I like. want <laughs> an L in the cell match
0: and then he was in the DX wasn't it he was he uh, around oh, t- telling people to suck it I'm all sorry, the time I
1: have to but the DX Theme tune. No. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Love it. We just got new buttons, I want to yeah. use them in the studio.
0: But uh the suck it. So you need to go around like and you tell people to go to suck <laughs> just, like basically like, suck, it! suck it. No, if you ain't down with that, we got two words
1: for it. Yeah, the whole place like, suck suck yeah, yeah.
0: There was who was it? X Pac? X-Pac And there's
1: another fella th- Dog Yeah Road Dog X-Pac And uh, Mr. Ass
0: No Mr. Ass I'm
1: an ass man <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ass man Like you know what I mean a, When you're a kid You don't really think
0: about it But like it's just But you at
1: The Rock and him Had a kiss my ass match <laughs> <laughs> Where whoever Kissed the other one's ass Lost the match Like oh, that was yeah. the idea of it
0: Actually the two fellas In like kiss Spandex speedos oh, But that was the crack of it I all I know, you know It's I mean? mad like, Yeah 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 yeah.
1: Um, and <laughs> McMahon had turned The WWF Into a national obsession There was books Like wrestlers Brought out their own books Which were bestsellers The Rock had won Mankind had won Video games You remember Smackdown no, They were brilliant The games There were some, some great games
0: They like could just be Beating the out Of each other for ages But even ages.
1: career mode I used to love Like You could
0: create Your own wrestler and create, stuff you tried, I yeah.
1: always created My own wrestler So the video games Were huge There was action figures Magazines The pay-per-views As we spoke about Yeah. WrestleMania It was the Super Bowl Of wrestling And there was many more Pay-per-views I always liked
0: The Royal Rumble It oh, was my favourite But
1: the Royal Rumble was the leading up that, they, Whoever
0: the, won that the, contest, it was Got to main event WrestleMania yeah. That was always around Christmas time wasn't it I think yeah. it's coming up again soon no,
1: Last year I think uh, You had an Irish wrestler A female Main event for Oh Emania. I've seen her now What she's, was her
0: name uh, you know? I don't know what her name is oh. But she trains with, in SPG With uh, McGregor and all those She's yeah. been up there with them I don't know enough about her Oh my god I know her name
1: I know there's Seamus anyway, the other Irish fella. Seamus is the other Irish fella. Becky Lynch is the Becky name. Lynch, Becky right. Lynch, she's
0: got a She's got a, the, she calls herself the man. The man, she does, yeah. yeah I'm the yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, she's not fair bad better. looking, I don't think. Yeah, she's probably beat the out of you. Yeah. So, okay, look, it has all the Super Bowl and
1: things like that. It, it, basically, Vince McMahon, he, he, he turned is the man. It, he, turned it, he is the man, and he turned it into a billion dollar industry. Like, the pay-per-views are watched. Like, it's watched now by 10 to 20 million viewers weekly wrestling. Still, I think, still. I think I don't know their recent stats. So
0: yeah, because I've got some of my friends now and uh, they like live in America and they'd still be interested in a bit. Like, they'd oh, I was your friend. Well, other friends, yeah. What? I know, no, no, I know yeah, and no. I know one guy know who's one guy. still very, we've only both known Shame the same boss, guy, Shane yeah. was yeah. yeah, huge, massive into it. Like, yeah. and he goes to WrestleMania and he goes to all these things and he's the guy standing in the crowd. Because I used to wonder when I was a kid and I'd be looking at it. Who are it, the adults in the who crowd? Are they, who are these adults going mental yeah. Because the kids are quite enough. There's adults going mainly like ma- middle aged men yeah. going mad.
1: Yeah, but I, like I I have I've like I've watched I watched WrestleMania a couple of years back.
0: I stopped watching it now. I, no, I, have, I haven't I haven't watched it in years. I, I think have, I have like I watched it when it was WWF. I don't think even watched it in WWE. Like yeah, Stone Cold, I know what you mean. the Rock and stuff like that and then after that I just kind of
1: I wa- I think WrestleMania you know? is still a fun show to watch. Now look, it's long. I've watched a few ma- like you know who is a brilliant wrestler? It's Shane McMahon. <laughs> Vince's son. He right. used to do mad stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Back even when we watched it. I remember yeah, yeah, I remember He's him, mad yeah. for high flying. I remember in one match against Steve Blackman at SummerSlam, he climbed up the Tron, you know, the big screen. Okay. And literally, now look, he obviously landed on soft things, but he fell from like 60 or 70 feet and he's just like If that went wrong Or he went a bit to the left Or the right yeah, yeah, yeah. He was
0: gone yeah. He's a cool I enjoyed him now Very good yeah. But right But I actually flicked it on I was on the telly recently But there's not much Actual resting They're talking the whole time That's it It's like a soul, It's, it's, like, like, it's a like a podcast, podcast. Yeah, they like just like Hey you And they're out in the ring Talking and then some other guy Arrives at the top of the stage And they talk about Having a fight in a few weeks Yeah
1: I know I, <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: yeah. gonna fight you I In two weeks it, at Wrestlemania yeah, The
1: matches are a lot shorter Than what they used to be Yeah And like I think it's even It's just an hour show Like Is now and yeah. They're trying to fit yeah. in all the I don't know how long it's going on for him. But anyway, look, McMahon, from the Monday Night Wars, WCW was its biggest rival. He ended up winning the Monday Night Wars, which a lot of wrestlers didn't like. Because WCW's like,
0: is gone now, isn't yeah.
1: it? What happened was, McMahon, he acquired the fading WCW brand from Turner Broadcasting Systems on the 23rd of March, 2001, bringing an end to the Monday Night Wars, because he owned WCW. Oh, he bought them, On man. April 1st, 2001... Extreme Championship Wrestling Which I'll talk a bit about later ECW Oh they were the The extreme Yeah they did all the They filed for bankruptcy Leaving the WWF The last major standing Wrestling promotion At the time I remember they had a cool storyline Back when When Vince bought WCW When he acquired the company, they had what was called the Invasion. I remember it was the last night of WCW, which was very, very sad for a lot of the WCW wrestlers. But they had Shane McMahon come out at the end. And it was the first time ever they had the two of them live at the same time. So you had Vince. That's when they kind of announced it to fans. And I'd say people knew about it. But like what they did, I'm taking over the company. And then there was the mix of the WCW wrestlers and the uh, WCW and WWF wrestlers. But a lot of them weren't happy with going, changing company. That's yeah, I'm sure. Like, yeah, I'm if sure. you work at a company and it was acquired by someone else, you're like, and your do boss work.
0: is a wrestler. And He says, "Come on, yeah. we're going." To yeah, and yeah. the only, I assume, the only took
1: the good your guys. Boss is a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> they took the good guys, like exactly. A bit on ECW before we carry on. I want to go to Terry's interview as well, but yeah. like, so ECW was the extreme championship wrestling. But that was the the gritty, hardcore style. It was like it was done in the fucking your shed with a bunch of friends. Yeah,
0: you know. But they were really baiting yeah. each other with like. Weapons Oh weren't they, they were They were yeah.
1: har- hardcore At the time So it was formerly Eastern Championship Wrestling Professional Wrestling Promotion That was its name It was founded in Philadelphia Pennsylvania In 1992 By Todd Gordon And in 1993 Scarsdale New York native And businessman Paul Heyman Took over The creative end Of the promotion And he changed it From Eastern Championship Wrestling To Extreme Championship Wrestling A very hardcore Style of wrestling But Paul Heyman Stated that And he believed That his inability To To land another television deal Is what caused ECW's demise There's a good uh, documentary as well Kind of series that like it's the rise and fall of ECW. I remember then, like on January 28, 2003, WWE purchased ECW's assets uh, from the HGC, whatever corporation it They bought it in court, basically. So yeah. they owned all the ECW's video
0: library. So they own everything, yeah.
1: They own everything. They, they, it was actually good because they did, so, like, they used the video library to put together a two disc DVD special, The Rise and Fall of ECW. And, like, they still use. The content You know what I mean It kind of gives them I suppose they They can do whatever they want They can do basically. what they want They own it yeah. They own it all um, What they did then This was kind of A lot of ECW fans Weren't happy with this But, um,
0: but I presume ECW fans Would be fans of all wrestling You're not really like Oh I don't uh,
1: they, Like back Is There
0: people loyal in, To one were brand lo- Was there
1: There was Back in the day You'd see like ECW fans were They were ECW fans They're probably people From
0: Philadelphia And stuff like that would be big You know from your region yeah, maybe, would you be?
1: maybe more from that region But they just love That style of wrestling oh, I suppose them, yeah. Into the other yeah, ones. yeah And like uh, uh, The good thing about Terry Funk Who we're talking to soon Is Terry was massive in, uh, he, was, he made a massive impact On ECW And WCW So you know what I mean He, he did it all in a way And yeah. um, The uh, thing is The WWF realised right After they bought ECW's stock and everything the rights to it the massive popularity with ECW's merchandise that you know they they, they realised god it's selling a lot the ECW stuff it prompted them to organise an ECW one night stand so like a special uh, pay per view that brought back ECW for one night so they had that pay per view in 2005 so the financial and critical success of that event prompted them to organise a second one night stand the following year
0: Of course, if it's making money, do it again. Of course,
1: do it again. Why not? That rejuvenated the interest in the ECW product. So WWE decided to bring back ECW as they bring it back full time. And is it still back? No. Okay. Because the long and short of the story basically is it failed to hit the original ECW fan base because it wasn't ECW. It was WWE's version of ECW. It just... It's it, not going to be the same. It wasn't no. the same. Doesn't have the rawness no, and the, not at yeah, all. yeah, not at all. I think what'd be good now, just a quick introduction to Terry. Go and on. Then we'll go to his interview, right? Terry Funk, as I said, he was a legend. Mick Foley, who, you know, with the sock in his hand. They yep. were very good friends. They fought all over the country. They fought in China. I mean, yeah, Japan, Japan, Japan.
0: Japan were bigger than wrestling as well, weren't they?
1: Japan, Japanese, Japanese wrestling is massive. Like, even a, a lot of wrestlers who are really passionate about it, they go to Japan to really learn the craft. Okay, like, yeah. I reckon Japan, but then I've watched... Uh, yeah,
2: the, yeah,
1: the Japanese love the wrestling. Uh, very good documentary I mentioned to you on Vice I think you might get it on 4OD Channel okay. 4 On Demand is uh, yeah. The Wrestlers And it's just a Vice special Where they talk about All the different types of wrestlers It's good Like It, it yeah. goes to the independent wrestlers And just the madness of it It's it's good I like it I like it You I like do. it I do Okay Terry Funk He grew up in a wrestling family Dory Funk was his brother Dory was also a massive wrestler okay. Very popular They're two very different styles of wrestling
0: I take it Funk isn't their second name
1: Funk is, is it? it is It's yes. class The Funk family From Amarillo
0: <laughs> <The> Funk family <laughs> uh,
1: Like his t-shirt used to say Terry's t-shirt had a picture of him And Funk you Oh very good yeah uh, As in You know It's like I get It's it. like a bad word You know mm. uh, Terry was born In the 30th of June 1944 And um, He held championship belts Across every company So the kind of the cool thing About Terry Like you can talk to Some wrestlers Who've never stepped foot In the door of ECW But Our, our Terry has You know He's uh, he's seventy three years old. When Jeez. I actually googled Terry, the first thing that came up was: "Is Terry Funk still alive?" Because yeah. you know he is. He's gotten out there. He had his last match at seventy three years of age, which is mad. He stepped. And
0: what age is he now? Terry,
1: he's. What age is he now?
0: 74 now. I
1: think he's 74
0: now. But oh, he's, so he's only recently stopped. he's
1: 75 now. He could okay, be. so he's
0: just stopped it,
1: recently. Yeah, only. Look, his last match, it was kind of one-off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He told me in the interview, which you'll hear, that his match was against his wife, having a crag and medicine. But his last match was actually against uh, Jerry Lawler. Oh, uh, the Jerry king. Jerry the king, yeah. They, they, he must they, be about 75 as well, I'd say. They had a long rivalry. And um, he, the, his last match against him in Tennessee, in the Omaha Arena, um, in September seventeenth, two thousand and sixteen. Anyway,
0: look, Terry. Twenty sixteen.
1: Jesus, Terry Funk, an absolute <laughs> legend of wrestling. I'm uh, forward to this. I, now. Had, I had a good chat with him. It's a quick interview, but a good chat, and uh, here it is now. Terry, thanks a million for talking to me. Well,
2: I don't know about if it's worth, worth a million of anything. Uh if you're able to talk to me. Uh Terry. I it's, hope I. Uh, it's a hope a I can make a pleasure make a good conversation.
1: Of course you can, Terry. Like even your your career in wrestling is pretty amazing. You've done so much. You were pretty much born into the industry.
2: Uh, definitely was. My father was a tremendous professional wrestler that uh actually went all over the world and did uh wonderfully. And we followed my brother and I followed in his footsteps.
1: Yeah, you ran the promotion out of Amarillo, Texas, didn't you, back in the Territory days, Terry? Uh,
2: Yes, we did, you know, and that was quite an amazing thing because we would drive, uh, at that time we would drive from Amarillo to Abilene was 250 miles and 250 miles back. We would get paid $25 for a 500-mile trip. God. Yeah, we would, uh people would sometimes wonder, why do the wrestlers travel together? Because that was the only way they could afford to wrestle.
1: Yeah, he shared the journey.
2: Yeah, that's and, true.
1: And Terry, like, you did a lot of wrestling. Like, you wrestled in Japan in the 1970s and 90s. Yeah, you, you did a lot in Japan. And you kind of, You're kind of a father of the hardcore style of wrestling. You really brought, you introduced wrestling a hardcore style that's kind of still seen in WWE today and Japan.
2: Well, uh, I think it's still seen in Japan. I'm not sure it's seen in uh, WWE.
1: It's kind of like... I'm not
2: a a fond fan of theirs. And Vince McMahon.
1: And Vince McMahon. You're not a fan of his?
2: No, not at all. Yeah, not at all.
1: Is it you, you? know, so you wouldn't watch it at all now, Terry. You kind of it has changed an awful lot. I remember, like, it's it's not what it used to be. It's way more scripted, and the cut, you know.
2: Well, absolutely, one hundred percent. So, and uh is that uh you know? But you have to remember, what is wrestling? It's what the fans want it to be. Yeah. And uh, the fans want it to be what it is today, or it wouldn't be that way. Yeah, I think, uh, like,
1: back in, I don't know, it has changed. When I think of, like, even your stint, like, you wrestled in w- ECW for a long time. Like, ECW was a real gritty style of hardcore wrestling, and that, like, attracted... That was very popular. The ECW style, like what WWE is today, is a far cry from like the early days of ECW.
2: Well, I I, I agree to that too. I definitely think that. I think it's a, uh, you know, I think that ECW was a rugged, rough place to be, and it took some rugged and tough guys to go ahead and, and uh, give a hundred percent in inside of the ring and believe me is uh, New York has their great wrestlers and they're great people uh, are they are they that good they're what we have to watch they're what uh, they're what the promotion wants the people to see and uh, and what is wrestling wrestling is actually what the fans want it to be yeah. And that's what it is. And that's what it will continue to be. Uh, The fans can't blame anybody else but themselves for what wrestling is today. If they like it that way, that's great. If they don't, well, they can uh, blame it on themselves.
1: Yeah, well, I think that you probably see a lot more character in the likes of the
2: independent circuit now. I think that you do see a great deal more of character and originality. Yeah, in the independent scene. And I think that that's been out there because they've had to uh, have more character and more personality in order to produce uh, a a decent amount of money to live on.
1: You've had some amazing feuds in your career, uh, Terry, like with the likes of Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair... You, you and Mick Foley had some great matches as well. Have you a favorite match that you've Thank had you. have you a favorite match that you've had in your career? Would you say you've had one that's been a highlight? Well
2: I had uh probably my most favorite match is the one I make the most money in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> the one that I made the most money in. Yeah. Probably my favorite match of all was whenever I beat Harley Race for the world's heavyweight championship. Yeah. Jack Jack Briscoe.
1: Oh, Jack Briscoe. Yeah. Is it true that you had your last match, uh, Terry, at 73 years of age?
2: Uh, I think, yeah. That was, uh, God bless her, that was my wife that I had.
1: Oh, you had a match with your wife?
2: Yeah, of course I did. We all have matches with our wives.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, my wife... Just passed away. She was a wonderful woman that I loved deeply.
1: Okay, that's. I'm sorry to hear that, Terry. I was going to say, Terry, like if you could, if you could wrestle as the young Terry Funk again, who, who, what kind of match would you like to have now if you could go back? And who would who would be your ideal opponent?
2: Ideal opponent would be the world's heavyweight champion
1: and get the belts back.
2: Well, if I could have a match with. Uh, Anybody I wanted to is I'd probably like to have a match with the uh, skinniest and worst wrestler in the world. <laughs> that was uh, a way. I could produce a win that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, how are you doing now anyway? How's retirement treating you, Terry?
2: How's who been treating me?
1: How's re- retirement?
2: Oh, retirement. Well, it's, uh, I, you know, is. I am retired, but uh, I sure haven't forgotten wrestling because i still got injuries that are coming up on me today that I didn't have yesterday. Yeah. You know, uh, like I, I, believe it or not, it's pretty rough on the body.
1: I remember when I was younger, I was a big fan of Beyond the Mass, the documentary which you featured in. And I do always remember that scene in The Doctors where he was telling you, you know, you need a new knee and you got to stop wrestling, but you kept going, you know. How, how are your knees holding up, Terry?
2: Well, I've had about uh, three operations on each one of them. That's six, and then I had uh, two replacements. Yeah, got it. So, uh, I had two replacements and continued wrestling on them and, and uh, was successful. Yeah. And it's a wonderful thing that they can do and perform anymore. The doctors can't. Yeah. You know, because I love going ahead and knocking them and uh, telling you how bad they are. But boy, they have done some wonderful things for me too.
1: What was it that kept driving you back to rest And after retire, Like you retired a lot of times. To- you probably retired two or three, four different times in your career. Was it the love of the sport that brought you back?
2: Uh, it wasn't the love of the sport, it was my wife, it used to go ahead and kick me out the front door, tell me to go make some money for the kids. Yeah, yeah. And i go ahead and I'd come back home, and she wouldn't unlock the door until I slid my, you know, slid my my wallet underneath the door, you know. You had
1: to pay your way back in. Yeah, uh.
2: absolutely.
1: Do you do you keep in touch with any of your old wrestling buddies now, Terry? Uh,
2: you know, not as much as I used to. Uh, but I do stay in touch and uh, stay a bit into the uh, groove of it or whatever you want to call it, because I love the sport so much. Yeah. I really do, and I love, uh, you know, as... Uh, do I uh, despise Vince McMahon? Yes. Uh, do I love his wrestlers? I truly do. Yeah. You,
1: you, why do you despise Vince McMahon, Terry? just—what What is it about him that you just don't like? What he's done to the sport? He won. He won. And he kind of just kind of took over.
2: Well, he won. He won. Yeah. He won the war. Yeah. He won, uh, he won first place.
1: Yeah, against like WCW, uh, WCW and ECW by acquiring no, them.
2: ECW, we, we fought him up there for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, did a good job of fighting against him too. Yeah,
1: in the Monday Night Wars, you certainly did hold your ground and win a lot in the beginning.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, Terry, look... Um, I really, thanks a million for taking the time to talk to me. Uh, you've made a, a, an Irish wrestling fan very happy just by taking the time to talk to us.
2: Well, I appreciate you calling, talking to me and uh, be sure and stay out of jail.
1: I, I'll try, Terry. That, that is good. Uh, if I can t- if I can take any advice in this conversation, that that's going to
2: be... That's the only advice that you need to take.
1: Yeah, no, Terry. Honestly, I loved watching you as a child, and it's been great talking to you. And I hope, look, enjoy the rest Thank of your enjoy the rest of your retirement. And um, if you get back in the I ring, will. if you get back in the ring at any stage, send me a ticket, please.
2: Well, <laughs> all right, all right. I'll send you a ticket.
1: Terry, thanks and very much. The legend that is Terry Fung. Thanks very much.
2: You're welcome.
1: Bye, Terry.
0: All right, so that was uh, the I was going to say the late great Terry Fuck, but he's still alive. <laughs> Sorry, that was the great Terry ah, He was good old crack, wasn't no, He was very good. Yeah, it's funny.
1: Uh, you make sure now. He really doesn't like Vince McMahon though, doesn't he? He no? despises him. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I was like, saying it,
0: it's like real wrestler talk. Made, yeah, he was.
1: I despise you, Vince McMahon. He was on Raw back in two thousand and sixteen. He made an appearance. I might share the video, but um,
0: yeah. That's Jesus, it, yeah. Terry uh, He was good on crack though. Yeah, he he's sounds like He's been through it a bit With the yeah. knees and everything Yeah, even
1: his breathing Is a bit slowed down Like, suppose he's in his 70s then. 75, he has yeah done. Like, Terry Funk Has fought Hulk Hogan He's fought some legends Razor Ramon You can, I can The list goes on Yeah, like, yeah, yeah Like, he can do a moonsault You know what a moonsault is Even in his older days It's like a backflip Off the rope Off the yeah. top rope Yeah, yeah, yeah The yeah. turnbuckle <laughs> Oh, what a legend That was great that's, I think that's one of my highlights Of the podcast Fair play
0: to him. Yeah, yeah Come on, Terry do- stay out of jail,
1: T Dog. Stay out of jail. It is good advice. It's
0: very good. If anybody's listening out there, and I think they're
1: you should put up a, voice, a caption, just stay out of jail. Stay terrible. out of jail, kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, have you any bits on wrestling? Robert? Well, I'm just, I just—I was going to talk uh, the wrestler. You know the film, the wrestler. Ah,
1: yeah, great film. Did you like that? Slightly, I did like it. It Was kind of dark. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was slightly modelled on I think Jake the Snake Roberts.
0: Is that who it's supposed yeah. to be?
1: Yeah, I'm not too
0: sure, but that's who I think. Because <laughs> yeah, his name was Randy Robson, the yeah. wrestler. I'm uh, very good. Mickey. Rourke. Mickey Rourke, yeah, yeah, yeah. good But film. it showed him like kind of like have to take painkillers and living out of his car and taking steroids and fecking yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. And still, right. Re- and he was told and not to re- told yeah. not
1: to wrestle by his doctor as Terry was, and he kept doing it. It kind of they leave you hanging. I won't actually give away the end of the film, but I <laughs> want to give away the end of the film Yeah, if you haven't seen the wrestler, it's a good film. To check out. I I always found that scene very sad. There's a bit at the kind of start of the film where one of his his kind of friend is in the caravan park that he lives in or yeah. the trailer park. He makes friends with one of the young lads, you know, and the young lad comes over and they play the the Nintendo yeah. and that's a game that he featured
0: in okay, know, it's yeah. this
1: really dated <laughs> game but the kid is like no I'm going to play Call of Duty or whatever it is
0: yeah I think he got an Academy or he got an, uh, he? And I got an Oscar nomination for best actor yeah, that, no. none I like can't even reward though No uh, He was good in it Yeah, he was It was a good film And there's a few other uh, Glow, have you seen Glow? I haven't My brother said it's quite funny It's not funny. bad The gorgeous ladies of wrestling
1: it's like, That's what Glow stands for It's a TV show It's, it's a, on Netflix, yeah There's a couple yeah. of seasons
0: of it And I've watched it It's actually not bad it's I not,
1: heard it's funny It is
0: funny It's quite well made, yeah So it's all women wrestlers like uh, uh, Just
1: on the subject of series on wrestling I did mention the wrestlers on Vice There's also It's a very good one um, Dark side of the ring And it introduced different dark stories That have come up in wrestling um, but sure, like, there is a dark side to it Of course there is Like sure, look I One thing that we said a bit of About it being more PG nowadays Now this is a bit on the heavier side But um, Chris Benoit Who you would know Oh of, yeah, yeah Like Chris Benoit he, killed, he, killed his wife He killed his wife and, and his kids, kids And then killed, and himself. He killed himself It was a murder-suicide yeah. And they reckon um a brain scan of Chris Benoit's head. They reckon his head was fairly damaged. Well, he used taken. to do diving headbutts. He did a diving headbutt. But, like, I suppose chair shots, they've actually, since then, They, they you will, if you watch wrestling now, you will not see them take any shots of the head yeah. with a chair or anything like that. It'll always be the back. Or They banned chair shots. And blood. You don't see blood in wrestling anymore. Yeah. Which is, I love the old blood. Like, it added a bit of...
0: Uh, yeah, a, like, uh, there was a study done uh, at the University of Eastern Michigan, and they, 62 wrestlers were studied. And... 62 wrestlers Who passed away Between 1985 and 2011 Yeah And 49 of them Were under the age of 50
1: Yeah they, they, There's a The tough life There's a lot of Painkillers And a lot Darlene, of stu- yeah.
0: Injuries And all that stuff. Like of a like. lot of
1: wrestlers Say as well Which is the curse of wrestling Is like that Like say if you're In the big leagues now you know And you're fighting In the WWE You're only as good As your last match Okay. And like the level it's of, like us
0: We're only as good as the last podcast
1: Oh yeah But sure that's brilliant <laughs> Which
0: is high quality stuff
1: <laughs> Last week's was class Dreaming and sleep <laughs> disorders Come on yeah. um, But uh, The uh, rest of, Yeah you're only as good as your last podcast But they're serious athletes And I remember like Jeff Hardy Like you see all that no, Oh yeah they're off. proper they're athletes Yeah like,
0: I couldn't They're mean. like gymnasts They are like, uh, like gymnasts kind of. In a yeah. sense It they're is like, like a choreographed know. Well it is choreographed I got a bit more TV things Have you ever seen Man on the Moon? If
1: you believe Yeah Uh, With Jim Carrey I didn't like
0: that at all Andy Kaufman I didn't like it yeah. But he had a big war With uh, Jerry Lawler Jerry Lawler Yeah uh, So so there was a whole Thing of that as well Like Kaufman He was like going around wrestling Women the whole time (laughs) <laughs> oh, he used yeah, to challenge yeah, women To yeah, wrestling yeah. and beat them And then Lawler Wasn't having any of it And like they'd, they're on The David Letterman Tonight yeah, show That was great publicity It was the But WWE. it turned out it looked, I thought it was real But only years after Kaufman's death Was it revealed That all the interactions Was all staged Between him and Lawler The whole thing was made up But it boosted Both Oh it looked careers. massively Like it, it was boosted, real Because yeah. he used to attack them And be looking to Lawler was looking For apologies on the show And everything And then he just run at them Yeah yeah it But cra- it was
1: great Great for promoting wrestling And uh, Andy Kaufman's career Obviously
0: Yeah of course Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time uh, The Nature Boy Boy Ric Flair Woo! He's one of the most Beloved acclaimed Wrestlers of all time His
1: daughter wrestles Now you know Char- really, yeah. Char- Charlotte Flair was a, Is a massive Female wrestler Really Ric Flair Very good documentary Now you just Reminded me of it But uh Nature Boy It's uh I think it's either A 60 minute documentary Or But yeah I think it's 60 minutes But yeah. Ric Flair's documentary Is class Check it out Goes yeah. into his life story But he was He's a mad He was a mad drinker And partier uh, Look a sad side of the story But his son was going to Follow in his footsteps His son has issues With alcohol Oh no And yeah. like I suppose f- Think about the wrestlers. You're on the road all the time You're never really home With your family Well that is it that the You're the the, the, the the son road ended, road ended up Anyway passing away I can't oh, no. remember how he no, died okay. But Then Charlotte kind of Took over and you know he had a dream of being a wrestler, Ric Flair's son, but then Charlotte, you know, his wanted to pursue it. Shoes, okay, yeah. Woo!
0: He, went, he went on to win sixteen world championships in his long career. Uh, uh, but his, his career Was nearly cut short uh, He was uh, in, a plane, in a Serious plane crash In 1975 And it broke his back In three different places And doctors initially Told him that he'd never Wrestle again God. But uh, however He went on And he was Eight months later He was back in the ring After the plane crash Nice one Yeah Woo Woo <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's the, the rock The nature boy The rock, uh, oh, the rock. I, Hang on
1: just, I'm sorry I have to do it again But the rock's music
0: Oh, oh music. class Yeah this is, see, I used good. to watch it When he was around oh, me, I liked good. him Yeah there's been, like, He's there's, massive There's been now. a lot of people Like massive in these huge and he's big And yeah. he's also like He's Body famous builder. Yeah But like There's a lot of people who kind of gone well, done well The, out the most well paid actor Of all time. He's done very well Out of the wrestling yeah. Like he's gone like Rasslin. So wrestling Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> um, If but he was like One of the highest paid Movie stars in the world The rock top Forbes 2018 Celebrity 100 list Where he made 124 million From June 2017 To June 2018
1: The people's el- eyebrow The people's uh, the eyebrow The people's elbow yeah. If I, you smell it's so funny, What like, the rock uh, Yeah, his his, his special move Like you know Literally he was Taking off his elbow pad Throwing it into the crowd And he's literally just It's a lot of showboating Before yeah. you just Drop an elbow like
0: And what was your Favourite move that he did rock It ball. doesn't
1: matter What your favourite <laughs> move was <laughs>
0: <laughs> I used to love that it doesn't matter. What and he'd do. speak about himself in the third person. The Rock says, "Yeah." But a lot of them did that. The Hulk Hogan did that. Yeah, but he used well. to go. The Rock says this. The Rock
1: yeah, says yeah. that. The Rock says. So that was in his team <laughs> yeah. tune, like the rock bottom. The rock bottom. Yeah. Oh, he was. He's, he still comes back. Like SmackDown, I think at its 30 year anniversary or whatever. Maybe it's not 30 years, but the recent anniversary of SmackDown, The Rock came back because the Smackdown, SmackDown. Is it was He made, used to lay the smack down But that's it The Rock That was one of his catchers the, yeah. Lay the smackdown On and your yeah. But he used to always call it You're on The Rock show The people's show yeah. He kind of He it was it The Brahma boy But
0: he was a very, Like he had charisma He was like He did have charisma he,
1: Him on the microphone
0: You could watch him He was really really ages. good He was really good Even yeah. like
1: Even seeing him come on now That's all he does He yeah. grabs the microphone. But he could do it Finally The Rock has come back
0: that Yeah see, like, so he, so he had so many sayings yeah. He really did yeah And like he was highly entertaining. And then like even his his finishing moves weren't great. Like he did he did an elbow. Oh, I like the rock. Oh, I know, though. but I mean, but it wasn't like some of the other ones. It was an elbow on the rock. An elbow, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. like it was still a great rivalry. Uh, he had the he he did like the there was the smack wasn't it? But he just did like a like a rugby tackle as well, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I don't did, know what the name of it was. A great now.
1: rivalry with Stone Cold and with um, Tri- like, oh, Triple like H, H when him when him and Stone yeah. Cold were up at the top, it was class. Like them fighting out over the belts, like brilliant.
0: And uh, then yeah, so there's Bret Hart. Brett the Hitman Oh
1: Brett the Hitman See that family The Hart family Is massive in wrestling now They're
0: I've got a bit of information yeah. on them So you Have, a bit of,
1: you've, have you been on own there To yeah.
0: get to it, it does yeah, We'll we bump it back up again With a bit of light hearted Entertainment yeah. afterwards yeah. Brett the Hitman Hart Was born into a wrestling business His father Stu Was a legendary wrestler And promoter The and Hart Foundation All his seven brothers Became wrestlers And all four of his sisters Married wrestlers <laughs> Imagine that at Christmas Like just fucking Putting people through tables And, <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> People going mad Like yeah, yeah. shouting across You ain't gonna eat Eat that meat. I to eat that meat.
1: Yeah, there was a, the, there's a famous thing the the screw job with Bret Hart. I have a bit yeah, on that here on. as
0: well. Yeah, so Hart had a lengthy career in the WWF, winning many championships along the way. Hart is especially loved in Canada. In 2004, he was voted the 39 greatest comedian uh, com- com- Canadian <laughs> comedian <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> Canadian of all time. Uh, despite being played and scripted in real life, um, accidents occur anyway, right? And these accidents can lead to death. One of the worst ones that happens was obviously uh, the tragic. Uh, Death of Owen, Owen Hart, Hart yeah. Brett's heart Brett, Brett's brother Owen uh, Died after a harness rig That was supposed to Then send him To the ring The rafters failed And his chest, so he fell chest first Onto the top rope And suffered blunt force trauma And internal bleeding Jesus
1: Yeah it's awful Although
0: now he is A WWE Hall of Famer uh, so, oh yeah sorry but that, like, that's his brother Like his oh I know yeah I know it's That was like. that was like
1: Owen Hart I don't, I don't think that, I don't know about there being footage of it but there's always there's this very famous audio of uh, I might, we might even just play it of when the king Jerry the king and JR when they announced Owen's death well we stick it on stick it
0: on there yeah so
2: here at uh, in Kansas City uh, tragedy befell the World Wrestling Federation and all of us Owen Hart was uh, set to make an entrance from the ceiling and uh, he fell from the ceiling. And I have the unfortunate responsibility to let everyone know that Owen Hart has died. Owen Hart has tragically died from that accident here tonight.
0: Jesus. Yeah, yeah. very
1: heavy stuff there. It's kind of... um... It's a bit weird the juxtaposition of the crowd go ah in the back.
0: They probably don't know, like I know. You yeah. <laughs> know, <laughs> no, something you might think that's part of it all. Oh yeah, because yeah. a lot of the time, like in the WAF or the, the guy be putting be an ambulance st- out the back, and then some guy running the ambulance, pull him out of it, oh, yeah, beat him yeah, up. It'd be staged, yeah. you know, now,
1: look, very tragic. Look, there's a lot, of, like a lot of wrestlers you wouldn't believe if you look up list of dead wrestlers, like the Big Boss
0: Man. There's loads of them. like not Lo- well, get the into cop. them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like yeah, but the, but the Big Boss. But well, that's what I said. How many of them die under the age of fifty? Is crazy. Yeah. Uh, So, although he's now a WWF Hall of Famer and still makes occasional appearances on the programme, Bret Hart's initial departure of the company in 1997 is considered one of the most infamous moments in wrestling. Oh, yeah. Hart was embroiled in a heated contract dispute with Vince McMahon and the WWF. He decided to jump ship and sign with the rival WCW. WCW. The last remaining hurdle in Hart's tenure was uh, WWE. So, basically, he rejected the company's plans to drop... Uh, so he, he didn't want to lose To Shawn Michaels He wasn't going to have yeah, it
1: In his last match
0: Yeah And unbeknownst to Hart McMahon cohorted a plan Where he'd ring the bell prematurely And end the match And reward it to Michaels So it
1: looked like That he lost By a counter, by a pinfall Yeah
0: And adding insult to injury The match took place In Hearst native Canada In Montreal And the incident Is referred to
1: my Montreal, fans screw as the
0: Montreal screw. job. yeah. So Vince reme- screwed him. I, 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 no wonder it, Terry Funk despises him. Um,
1: there's a there's a documentary about Bret Hart. Look, if you Google Bret Hart oh, documentary, but, and but, yeah, it covers, I think
0: I've seen that before. Covers
1: the screw. It's a very good documentary, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's, you can even see it. So you can see how pissed off he is. He's of a very big. He got screwed. Yeah. Yeah, like he had the idea. Look, let's do this. Vince screwed him, but then he, um, oh, you can see afterwards he goes up to Vince and gives him a good spit in the face. Yeah. But the thing, I think one thing about Vince McMahon, like he always. No matter, I don't think, no matter what his relationship's like with someone, if he thinks it's good for business, he'll he'll, he'll contact someone to get them back. Like, there's been some iconic returns to wrestling well. so a lot
0: of them are probably broke and they have to come back. I know, so, but you know what, I remember... And he's got all the money, he just makes them... And they're probably going, they probably don't want to do it, and they're like... I know, but, but you know what, there's a lot of cool... But when they go back in there, I presume they got a great response from the fans oh, and stuff. It, you know what I mean, Whether or not Vince McMahon's a dickhead, they just a think like... A few
1: years back, uh, WrestleMania, I remember it well, but it was so cool how they did it. There was a... Four-way, there was a three-way ma- tag team match between three different uh, teams. I don't know who they were at the time. And then the, uh, at this every WrestleMania now, they have someone that kind of uh, announces uh, that he's the presenter of WrestleMania. They'll have one wrestler who kind of hosts it, you know okay. what I mean? So the hosts came out. After all the wrestlers were in the ring for this tag team match at WrestleMania, the hosters came out at the time and were like, um, I have an announcement to make. This triple threat tag team match is now a four way tag match. And here's the tag team, and all yours. This. The Hardy Bucks music comes on. The Hardy Bucks. The, the Hardy Bucks returned and it was. The huge. Hardy Bucks. The Hardy Bucks. The Hardy Boys. Oh, the-, <laughs> the Hardy Boys <Bucks> come in. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Golgan and the Viper coming on in. Come on in! Oh, He's God. a slippery snake! <laughs> no, oh, that, the Hardy Boys. in the, the Jambon Colgan <laughs> This is a non scripted uh, podcast. Owen so, is version. The Hardy Boys. Yeah, the Hardy Boys come with and Mash. Yeah, but they're. This music get Their music oh, yes, yes, in. Yes. But it was, their return Was so cool But, Very but good, I yeah. think uh, Have
0: you any more On wrestling I mean, no, just Andrew the Giant In his heyday was, You mentioned this before But the legendary Andrew the Giant Was billed as the Eighth wonder of the world yeah. Owing to his large size Of over seven feet And five hundred pounds He was, he was, he he was, was able huge. to pound back Quite a few drinks He's reported to have Drank 106 beers In a single night And was known to start His mornings by consuming An entire case of wine Yeah so basically He was an alcoholic
1: well, the thing is, as well, they said, as well, for Andre, like it was so hard to give him, like you know, obviously all wrestlers have the pain, and he he had pain from. So that his was his painkiller. Like. Painkiller, in a sense, like. Right.
2: Okay.
0: Ah,
1: uh, yeah, Andre, very good documentary as well. I keep harping on about them, but his documentary is yeah. brilliant. If you watched it, the HBO documentary, Andre the Giant, check it out.
0: Speaking of documentaries, not to do with wrestling. Yeah. Have you seen the one on the the killer next door, the devil next door? Have you seen that? I like, have. Yeah. The Nazi it's guy, good job, Isn't it? Job it's very, very good. Job.
1: Well, how did it turn out again? Well, We won't
0: ruin it for All the who right. have watched it. But If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. It's quite yeah. good. He was like, uh, it's good. He's watching. Yeah, he watch the it. devil next door. Watch it. So every wrestler has a signature uh, finishing move. Rastlers. Yeah, wrestlers. Uh, one which, performed to their opponents, usually leads to a quick victory. Finishing room, uh, moves could be like the people's elbow, the Undertaker's tombstone pile driver, or a submission like Bret Hart's sharpshooter or Ric Flair's figure four leg lock. Yeah. What was your favourite finishing move?
1: i was a I was a fan it's a funny one, actually, you might know of it, but isn't it aging Christian and you wouldn't see it too often but aging Christian you know Christian From Agent Christian Yes the time? He would a finish move Where he'd get He'd lock your hands Like behind I can't You know I can't even explain He'd turn around Where your hands were up here And your head was at his back And he'd with his back <laughs> like, <laughs> It was pretty it was, it was weird looking But it was good And I liked Xbox x Even though it was just a Oh cutter, yeah He just put him in the ground would jump and bang And Mr. I-loved the famouser Where he'd lift his leg up And just It was like a leg drop as their head was in... They were standing smashing a the ground, up yeah. leg drop thing, yeah.
0: So one of the most legitimately devastating professional wrestling moves is the pile driver, where oh. a wrestler carries their opponent upside down and drives them headfirst into the mat.
1: Stone Cold was... Yeah, well, like, this is it. The yeah. move
0: can lead to serious neck and head injuries. For instance, Stone Cold Steve Austin broke his neck when Owen Hart delivered a pile driver in 1997. Yeah. Owing to the dangerous nature of the move, it is banned now in certain jurisdictions like Mexico and is currently only allowed to be performed in the WWF by veteran performers like Kane and The Undertaker. So Because oh, okay. they know how to do it from years So, so yeah, no, yeah, none yeah. of the new guys are doing it Oh I just didn't for... know
1: that I didn't know that uh, Funnily enough uh, Owen Hart When Owen Hart did that To uh, Steve Austin He said before in an interview That like After that it happened to him his kind of opinion of Owen he, he, I don't think he really liked Owen anyway Because he just thought he was a bit cocky He wasn't a big fan of his Anyway like I don't think that any Major rivalry Or anything like that But he said he was After Owen did that song Because he was out of work For ages and whatnot. But uh, when Owen did die I thought it was very good Of Steve Austin He went out to the ring You know did a picture up Of him and he just did his He opened a few cans And like you know Gave him a whole cheers thing It was a nice touch I thought Do you
0: know what I mean uh, you might think that when wrestlers bleed They're using fake blood But it's actually r- with real blood razor When wrestlers are scripted to bleed uh, They use a small cut on their forehead With a piece of razor blade That is concealed in their tights Or their wrist tape or Given them yeah. by the ref
1: I remember a few times you'd even see them You might see yeah, them Yeah, cut in their that. heads,
0: yeah However, the practice of blading Has now recently been uh, phased out uh, The WDF, or WWE don't allow it anymore Yeah uh, And uh, when people do bleed by accident The ref stops and cleans it up It's, just a, it's changed a bit now, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a bit too PC though, I think Because no. like, one of the most... Uh, Famous speciality Wrestle matches Like the cage match And traditionally, The steel cage match Was used as a final grudge You know So between two guys A heated rivalry And these matches Are often like more violent Than normal And the enclosure itself Was used as a weapon People just banging Their heads yeah, against great of the cage
1: I remember used To
0: grate the heads off the Yeah Mick stage. Foley Hell in a cell Then he put the cage It would cover the top of it and He'd what? he Hell in the Cell. It was like a cage with a cover oh, on I the know, top, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Hell in the Cell, yeah. was so, yeah. with the cage in the Hell in the I
1: mean, Cell yeah. and all that crack as well. They used to go mad with it like. King of the Ring, nineteen ninety five, McFoley, when the Undertaker threw him off the Hell in the Cell. That oh, was so down onto the, really the commentator's off. table or yeah. something, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. But Jesus like uh, some famous people Have been in it. Donald Trump The now president Of the United States yeah. of America Was in the Was in wrestling yeah, Isn't he beating the shit Out of Vince McMahon yeah, At one Vince stage Vince had a,
1: he- a Shave my head match Whoever <laughs> lost would have to shave their heads And Vince
0: lost <laughs> yeah, Like it's crazy uh, Floyd Mayweather uh, Tyson Fury Just two boxers The yeah. two famous boxers They've been in A it. lot of famous people uh, Cain Velasquez uh, Ronda Rousey Ex UFC fighters Are now wrestlers yeah, so they I, think, over. Yeah,
1: I think she stopped. No, she? she? Was in it for a while. She was in it for like a year.
0: No, oh, because she Which took on like I remember Randy, Rowdy Roddy Piper. So she yeah, took yeah. she took his Rowdy yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was always awful, awful talk of Conor McGregor going into it as well, just because he would have made loads of money. If you, but uh, he's actually going fighting again now, uh, proper UFC fight. Yeah, but I, you know, was,
1: it's funny enough. I was thinking about him earlier, but uh, I'm not a fan of his anymore. Yeah. I just don't whatever. I think nearly like it's funny. I think he was someone a lot of people liked, and a lot of people would have changed their mind on him. But in a way, I was thinking of this earlier like when you hear of a wrestler turning heel I feel like he's a real life version of that you yeah know? in a way even though it's not scripted he was the fan favourite who has kind of turned heel but
0: he also a bit like in The Rock he was so bit to talk that's why people like, like, yeah. like a lot of but other I'm, UFC fighters are just very boring and like, just talk he just, I know he he's was, so energetic and yeah. but he's let himself down he's got that I will, oh, yes, I will yeah. be watching his next match to hopefully witness him lose well he's fighting Cowboy yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, the largest ever crowd for professional wrestling match was actually in North Korea Uh, 150,000 people Were reportedly at it But uh, apparently Loads of people Were just forced To go to it By the North Korean authorities To break records You know You can imagine You know Uh, in Mexico, professional wrestling uh, Lu- Libre. Lucha Libra uh, Lucha Libra Lucha Libra is uh, known for its distinct style That incorporates a rapid pace, high flying moves And wrestlers wearing colourful masks The term Lucha Libra loosely translates to freestyle wrestling And uh, you know, they, they have the mask yeah, and if yeah. someone loses, they'd have to be demasped There was
1: Rey Mysterio who came from oh, he Paul, was the guy. I know that If some lose, they have they, to They do
0: a have a mask versus mask match Where following the bout, the, the losing wrestler must unmask themselves And then adopt a new character or identity and get a new mask oh, Alright So they do it little fact here for you. Uh, A 17-year-old boy from small-town Ontario by the name of Adam Copeland attended a 1990s WrestleMania at Toronto Toronto Sky Dome. He was dressed in a yellow Hulk Hogan shirt and cheered on the holster during his main event uh, as he fought the Ultimate Warrior. The young wrestling fan would eventually become the professional wrestler known as Edge. And amazingly, in 2002, Edge became tag team champion with Hulk Hogan.
1: Oh that's so hilarious So he got to live out His
0: childhood dream about. God that's really So cool. he was there cheering him on And then he got to Tag team with him Hulkamania He was fighting the ultimate warrior He was cool that guy I Remember he
1: yeah, He'd all the a lot of people loved him. He was he wasn't very liked in the locker room, apparently. Was he not? He was, back in those days locker. it was
0: him, there was Macho Man Randy Savage. He was a good talker as well.
1: Yeah. Well, what you gonna do when the Macho Man comes <laughs> down and you wanna? That's how he talked, yeah. He's like I'm gonna destroy Macho Man Randy Savage was in Spider-Man actually, the first remember the Spider-Man with Toby McGuire the oh, first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was like I remember when he has the wrestler match in the first Spider Man movie, he's in with the Macho Man. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh like there's been some real actually like like Olympic and like NCAA wrestlers Like actual wrestlers Like Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle And I don't really know who Bob Backland is Do you know uh, Bob CM Backland?
1: Punk Is he a Was he Yeah, he, He's
0: actually went into the UFC. He's left yeah. now I think again Because he was crap Yeah, yeah. But uh, he wasn't, he he wasn't, wasn't that great. good no. But uh, as you said Like wrestlers They are subjected to like a grueling regime There are a lot of hours on the road yeah. And sometimes they could Like just, they spend a lot Some of them people. could be doing 200 shows a year Like yeah. kind of the lower level ones Who just got to And they got to travel yeah. everywhere but what
1: we don't re- You don't realise as well Like say even now with the WWE they have, like, you'd watch your Monday Night Raw and Smackdown, and then they have live shows, like... Say if they come to Ireland, and if they're in the UK and they're doing a, their film in a Raw, then they're going to have live shows where it's not television. Oh, yeah, I went to one with my brother yeah, years really ago. Oh,
0: well, that be good. like, it was what happened was my brother got the tickets for Christmas and and the thing that was on then in the summer, and by the time the summer gig came around, he wasn't really interested anymore, but we oh, both God. went to it. But when you go, the, the commentators, there's no commentators.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you're
0: just watching fellas come out the ring and they, they come out to the theme music and then they just... Ugh! Uh, and just grabbing each other yeah. for like, and you're like, "What the hell?" Because yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no, no commentators. Did you ever go, to, no yeah, to, you ever go to one of the local ones? Uh, like years so. ago, I went with my they dad when guy? I was into it, and there was a guy, giant haystacks. He was an Irish wrestler. Oh, he was right. a big guy. He actually died, and I think they had to cut the roof off the house to get him out yeah. because he was so big.
1: Funnily enough, being Irish, us that. uh Earlier on When we talk of Vince McMahon's Father's father Nicknamed Jess Roderick McMahon He's Irish Oh very good Of so Irish descent you So no. you know? We basically The Irish the Irish. it wasn't for the Irish There'd be no rest There'd today. be no
0: Vince McMahon Anyway yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we leave it at that we? I enjoyed the, We talked to Terry Funk We, <laughs> we talked
1: did. about The attitude area WCW ECW We covered it all yeah. And it's been fun And I well, hope What was your
0: favourite part Of it all?
1: Uh, it doesn't matter What your favourite part was <laughs> God, I like that That was good I'm embarrassed now yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us For this rest of an episode And if you've enjoyed it Please follow the Rob Rat Podcast On all of our platforms All you have to do is Google Rob Rat Podcast You'll f- find us And hopefully Hopefully We will see you next week we'll lay the smack down On your candy ass you That's us smell Good luck
0: You have been listening To the Rob Rat Podcast Be sure to check out Our social media For updates on the next episode And if you liked what you heard, then let us know by hitting the subscribe button, sending us a message, and
2: telling a friend,
0: because that's how the podcast grows. Thanks for listening.